This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hey, everybody, it's Tony Robbins. Hey, guys, I'm Audrina Patrick. Hey, this is Adam Carolla. You're on the Hollywood Raw podcast. You're watching Hollywood Raw. You're listening to and watching Hollywood Raw. This is the Hollywood Raw podcast, hosted by entertainment veteran Dax Holt and street journalist Adam Glynn. The podcast humanizing Hollywood. From celebrities to media moguls, even paparazzi and bodyguards have come to break news, break their silence, or just have a great conversation on Hollywood Raw. If they're on Hollywood Raw, there's a reason. From page six to TMZ, Daily Mail, and People Magazine, everyone is talking about the Hollywood Raw podcast with Dax Holt and Adam Glynn. Welcome to the Hollywood Raw Podcast. I am Dax Holt. I'm joined by my friend Adam Glenn. How are you, my buddy? I am recovering, buddy. I am recovering. I Dude. look at me. I mean, come on. Look at this hat. Look at. <laughs> I mean, come on. I am recovering. Um, I'm good though, man. I just I've been going crazy a little bit. Uh, we're gonna get to it. I just been. The last two weeks have been very, very busy. It's been busy in New mm-hmm. York with Fashion Week, and then I was at the Super Bowl in L.A. So it was a lot. You know, and I, and again, I worked out in LA with my camera. I've never worked out out in LA with my camera, so it was cool to kind of experience that. So I've never done that before. Well, I felt I feel like I w- was watching you run all around. I mean, we met up for a half a second to record a podcast, and, and then it was like, boom, you're out and at all the parties for Super Bowl. I mean, that is the best time to come in. I, I didn't realize. You know, like, look, I know when Super Bowl comes in town, there's a lot of celebrities. But when the Super Bowl is in L.A., there's 10 times as many celebrities. Am I wrong? So it's funny. I, this is my third Super Bowl I've done. You know, I've done New York. I've done Miami. And now I've done L.A. Now, New York is easy because that's where I live. It's easy for me to cover New York. Miami was the second Super Bowl I covered. And Miami was insane, dude. The problem with Miami was that there was too much going on and the party mm-hmm. never ends, you know, where there's no curfew in Miami. The good thing about L.A. is is that everything had a pretty much like the, the real parties had to close at two. But then after two, all the parties went to the Hollywood Hills at the mansions. So that's what kind of went on. Um, but the interesting part is when the Super Bowl is in Detroit, Hollywood takes over Detroit. But now the Super Bowl's in L.A. So how does L.A. take over L.A.? But there was so much going on, dude. Like, I'm, I'm telling you, the Super Bowl is the place to be because, you know, obviously with the events, the parties, the celebrities, the networking, the, the there, there's just so much going on that week. It's absolutely incredible. It's incredible. Well, I, I'm excited to dive into it. And if this is someone joining us for the first time on the Hollywood Raw podcast, you know, we are the podcast that we like to say we humanize Hollywood. We talk to celebs. We talk to paparazzi. We talk to media moguls. We talk to celeb stylists. We talk to bodyguards. We talk to kind of everyone inside the industry to give you a real look at what it's like here in Hollywood or in Adam's case, New York. Uh, but, you know, I get. I guess the way I look at it is Hollywood extends outside of just Hollywood. Like you said, it's New York, it's Miami, it's Vegas, it's, it's kind of anywhere celebs are. Um, but, you know, Adam being this seasoned street uh, journalist that he is and uh, me working at TMZ and Access and all these other places for so many years, I feel like we've got a pretty good beat on uh, on 
what Hollywood is really like and what these stars are really like. So we try to bring that to you guys on a weekly basis. And then, you know, we started doing these uh, raw rundowns on, on Friday for people that just don't have time to keep up with celeb news during the week. You know, we'll give you a little 20 minute uh, intro to what happened this week. So you don't feel left out on the weekend when you're chatting with your friends. Yeah, it's uh, that's what we do. We do the rundown where we talk about the top 10 stories of the week. That's based on Google searches, uh, and we kind of go through and give you our perspective, but also our inside knowledge of what's going on. Uh, I've last... actually been having fun doing that. Are are you like for me? You know, we don't talk the like current, like breaking story at the moment all the time, and so it kind of gives us a moment in the week to kind of chat about what's going out there because you and I both genuinely love entertainment news, as weird as it sounds, but we we actually truly enjoy it. So I don't know. I've actually been having fun doing these little quick rundowns with you. It's crazy. Dax, did you ever have a issue trying to prove to people you're straight uh, just because you know so much about entertainment news? Dude, every day. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still trying to convince my wife I'm straight. I'm like, babe, no, I know. I just like entertainment news. Come on. It's just insane, but it (laughs) it always stuck to me. And that's, you know, like... I have uh, insane um, hype. I'm very hyper focused. You know, if there's something that I'm really interested in. It always stuck to me. And entertainment news, ever since I was a kid, I think it's because my mother always had like Star Magazine near the toilet, so I was always reading it. And this useless knowledge, I became like a right. I, I became like a. It just for some, I couldn't get it out of my head. And then all I'm of a sudden, the, when I, I'm same way. Same yeah. Way. And then when I was in college, Perez Hilton became big, and I actually was a fan of Perez Hilton at that time. And I was just kind of in the know. I was always, I was just always curious. Where do celebrities go? Where do they hang out? And that kind of led me into my. Uh, it's it, wildly enough. I just kind of, I fell, literally fell, into being involved in entertainment news. And now here we are with the Hollywood Raw podcast, the number one um, anti. Uh, pollution celebrity news podcast in the country. So it's uh, again, if you guys listen to a, another uh, entertainment news podcast, you're probably promoting pollution. Our Pro podcast, pollution. totally anti. So uh, Pro oil you guys spills, make the decision. Yeah. Pro, pro everything, really. Yeah, yeah. So, guys, I think it's about a time you uh, take a deep breath and think about who you want to be in life. Do you want to? <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Adam? I'm just thinking I didn't even pull a review. So you talk for one sec. Let me see if I can find a quick review to give a person a shout out before we get into your Super Bowl weekend. Yeah, man. I know we're a little week behind here on Super Bowl, but that's because obviously you were out here. So this is kind of our, our first chance in uh, catching up because you went to a lot of parties. I, I saw you at the Shack party. Whatever. We'll get into that. We'll get into let that. Me, um, so if, if, you've been, if you follow me on Instagram, you might have saw all the interviews I, I got. I'm I mean, I probably got over, oh man, over like 50 interviews. I mean, every single corner you run into a celebrity. So it's it was exhausting. It's draining. I mean, I was exhausted trying to move around L.A. and trying to drink as many green juices as possible, just trying to keep a voice because you are nonstop running around. Like, it just doesn't end for Super Bowl week. And now this is my third time, and you just got to keep up. Um, so we're going to get into that, but before we do, Dax, do you have a review ready for us? I do. I just pulled one up right here on my phone. It is from Katie in Minnesota. It says, thank you. She gave us five stars, said your podcast is so awesome. You two seem so genuinely nice. I live in Minneapolis and I love it when you are on the Jason show, Dax. I started walking a couple months ago to get healthier and your podcast definitely helps me look forward to my walks knowing I can listen to your podcast. 
What a wonderful review. There you go. I'm going to show. Oh, there we go. That's nice. Five stars. Really nice podcast review. So thank you. And you know what? Honestly, Katie, thank you for taking the time to uh, just send us that message. It means a lot to us. And uh, obviously, we've told you guys how much it means to the podcast to get those little reviews for us. All right. Let's get into it. Um, Adam, tell us, (laughs) what was your favorite part about Super Bowl weekend and the hundreds of celebs that were in town? You know, with all the parties going down, with all the celebrities in every corner, my favorite part was giving back to the community. So we actually did this food drive. And okay, no, that was not... uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so stupid. Uh, I did not give back to the if, if giving back to the community meant peeing on the side of an In and Out burger. That's how I gave back to LA that week. Because um, literally, well, you, I did you, that. You brought videos to the world, so that was your giving back, right? I guess so. So I got into town, and the Super Bowl is on Sunday. I got in on Monday. And okay. As soon as I got in, I figured I would just like go to the gym, hang out, like get my stuff settled and I was staying about it was hard to find a hotel in LA so I stayed about like 15 miles outside well in LA but like 15 miles away from all the action it was the only place where I could find a cheap hotel and also not be far and I I I'd rented a car have you heard of Turo 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 it's called no I never heard of it either someone said you should try this do a rental car so I rented a car through Turo dude so okay, easy, we're so not getting great. Paid by them. You stop talking. You say, "I used oh, a mind. rental car company." Until Turo wants to start paying our bills, <laughs> don't be mentioning their name, bro. I, I won't get into it, but I saved a lot of money. It was very easy. That's just that's <laughs> not a that's not that's a free plug for them. But it worked out. Okay, you guys got okay. that. Um, but the next day, I said I'm going to run around L.A. So I got my camera and I just went to. Rodeo Drive. I went to Beverly Hills. I went to Hollywood. I just moved around. And, you know, I ran into my first interview I saw was Dave Portnoy, you know, and they were at the Saddle Ranch in in Hollywood on Sunset Boulevard. Barstool was like kind of holding court there. And they were doing a bunch of podcasts from there. And I, you know, I saw Portnoy and, you know, he's. Well, that, that was. Were you there when the like random celeb ran up on stage? I was. I was there. I saw that whole go down. But here's well, what, the thing. What happened? What, was this a fan or was it just like a person that didn't like him? Or what so was it was it, it was actually very weird. I didn't know what was going on. But first of all, I haven't been to L.A. in so long. Well, actually, I, I was there two and a half months ago, but I never went around the scene and to see what the vibe is like in LA with all these TikTok stars is incredible, dude. It's wild because everyone has that shaggy hair on their face and, you know, they all wear like the trucker hats. It's all the same look. Um, so I was at, you know, Saddle Ranch where Barstool was holding court and they're doing their podcast and Dave Portnoy is there and uh, Bryce Hall was the guest. So Bryce Hall had his... Um, his friend run on stage like he was a maniac and tried to attack him. Oh, that was and the fake? Secu- it was fake. And the, what happened was the security of Barstool wasn't ready for it. They jumped on stage, got and they, like, aggressively threw him out. But then they are like, hey, it was, hey, we're, that was fake, that was fake. And then it just made things awkward. They let the guy back in, but the, the guy was sort of pissed off. Um, so I was there when it happened. It was all fake. But you know, I, I almost wish they wouldn't have said like they should have just kicked him off and he left. That would have been a better publicity stunt than saying it was fake. Don't you agree? Like, so yes, someone charges on. Like, I thought that it was real. the The way that some of the photos and videos that I saw being pitched out made it seem like it was totally legit. Yeah, sure. They wanted to seem 
legit so they could sell their video. The only person in on it was Bryce Hall. Portnoy, the Barstool people, weren't in on it. So they were got they got tricked into it. They're like, oh, this is a joke. You messed with us. So, I mean, that was funny. Brilliant, but Brilliant I, move, yeah. Bryce Hall, but you should have kept to your storyline. So I saw Bryce Hall afterwards, and I saw Josh Richards. I talked to Josh Richards, very nice guy. I talked to Portnoy, and Portnoy I see in New York all the time. I have a relationship with him. He was very cool, you know, great interview. You know, I had a great time with him, talked to him. And, um, yeah, they were, they were super cool. The next okay, okay. day. Get, get onto the shack. I want to hear about the shack party because I live my life vicariously through you and all the, like, crazy celeb friends you have and the parties you go to and all that kind of stuff. So tell me what – what was it Shaq's Funhouse? What, what so did that call was it? Shaq's Funhouse, but we'll get to that, okay? Before, so this is oh, that you was, are like literally dragging. Oh, me dude, on. I'm I gonna want, I'm gonna I want tease to you, know buddy. about this party. So let me get into that. Before I get to that, there was before the night before they had a, it was called a Babes and and Ballers party, which okay. was so bizarre, dude. I mean, what I mean bizarre because they had it was first of all in this weird random part of L.A., so sketchy and. It was just like the most random people, but all these girls dressed like thoughts, and they all were like, like models. What? Foxes well, thoughts. or thoughts? Thoughts. Thoughts. Okay. Yeah, and then wait, wait I, was that a was that a theme? Like you have to no, dress like a thought? But they were just like they say they're models, but they're really like the second server at Chipotle. Oh well, you know the, what I mean. You can't call them that. I thought that I thought that was a theme. You well, can't say they're dressed like thoughts. You can I say know, they're dressed. I know. Scantily or something. Well, I saw like a few people there. I saw Ian Zeering there, who I talked to. Nobody knew who was he, he was. He dressed like a thought too. He was not. He was dressed properly, <laughs> but nobody knew who he was. And then, um, but he was a nice guy, super cool. Like he got, you know, there's a few other random celebrities, like a John Sally and those type of people walking around. Yeah. Little John DJed, and I went with a buddy, and that was fun. That was like the first party we went to. And the cool thing about these parties, it's all like free booze. It's all like commercial free beers. So that was fun. The next night we went to, uh, I had two parties, and that, that's the issue when you have two parties going on. It's either, do you go to, like, you have to pick and choose your parties, and they're not close to each other. So Shaq's party was later in the night, um, mm-hmm. but during the, I had a I had thing to a Maxim party. It was, oh no, it was DirecTV Maxim party, which I don't know who... Um, goes I don't know who still has DirecTV I don't know who reads Maxim but I had to go check out the party <laughs> and I got there, there for, for the red carpet and I got there early and nobody was showing up it took like a it was a weird like nobody was showing up and they had like Tiesto gonna DJ the layout was insane beautiful layout but like near the near downtown LA which is like an area where okay. you don't want to go so it's weird to have like the biggest DJ in the world DJ Tiesto and then the other side of the fence is four tenths of homeless people you know so that was sort of random you know i i went i went through downtown like two days ago very humbling experience i i I feel like i hadn't been down there in quite a while and it was really sad i'm like we we really need to do something about the the homeless dude it's 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 wild it's wild they need a lot of help they need people need to like really I know I say this, but like I'm a big supporter of trying to, you know, help the homeless, and so seeing that it's so much worse up there than it is in Orange County. All right, sorry, I'm yeah, bringing sorry. the mood down, but yeah, way to it go, just breaks Dex. my heart to see these moment people. of silence. Sorry, All right, sorry, so, sorry, get back to Maxim. I apologize. So I'm at the Maxim party, and there's a few like kind of model girls walking down the red carpet. And I just had a bad feeling this wasn't going to be a good thing. So then I just left the party and went to Shaq's party. Shaq okay. had this fun house. Now we're talking. Shaq's Funhouse was absolutely 
insane. I've never seen anything like it. First of all, you go there, it's a carnival outside the shrine. And there's, <laughs> they have like, go, they have bumper cars, corn dogs, merry-go-rounds, like whatever kind of carnival stuff. And the coolest part is it's all free. So they have like, you know, to the, you know, when you take the hammer to the bell and see how, like, everything's free. They have the water where you shoot the gun in the water and try to blow up the balloon. All this, when I mean free, like, people bought tickets for the event, but all that was included in the prices. So you have this crazy oh, carnival wait, you could going be a normal it's, person and get into this event? Oh, yeah, you could buy tickets for it. You could buy general mission. And I it was, didn't know that. I thought you had to have, like, you know someone and know someone to get into this party. No, that's the coolest part about this party is because, like, the people who bought tickets got to experience something that they'll, like, it's one of the coolest experiences ever. Like, cause it's a crazy, awesome carnival. And again, you paid for the, you know, some people got in for free like myself and other people paid to go. And the people that paid definitely got their money's worth. Cause there's a crazy carnival outside food. Everything's all taken care of from like, uh, Wait, Papa so John's is, pizza but is, is Shaq walking around and like being a part of this. Or so he walks what? around in a little bit, but in the inside, remember this is the outside of the shrine. As soon as you go in the inside, it's two floor, EDM concert lights str- balloons everything going crazy light show like I've never seen before the production value was absolutely incredible so I walk into the sh- the order as soon as you walk into the the building Diplo's DJing people are going crazy dancing and you know again I'm gonna I, I I'll be honest I got in VIP because you know I'm a very important person um, <laughs> and um, no I, I mooched my way in guys I'm not gonna lie so I got into the VIP which is like up top so I got to go to the second floor and it was free booze you know free alcohol free booze free beers and everything like that which is freaking awesome so Diplo DJs for like an hour and then all of a sudden they have a 15 minute break and during the 15 minute break they do a circus show on the stage so like it's crazy every time they do a circus show they start passing around pizzas around the whole VIP like I'm talking about like 30 pizzas people are walking around like hey want a pizza like not giving you slices giving you a pie a proud Papa John's so then all of a sudden is this to raise money or what? What is this? For? It was like, just an event. It was a party, but there were sponsors behind Jeez. it. But it's just this whole crazy funhouse experience. So then Shaq went on and Shaq DJed and has a whole show and people go crazy nuts. It very EDM bumping their heads and again streamers light show and everything. And then goes a fifteen minute circus show. Again during the break while the circus show is going on, they're handing out pizzas. I mean, if you walk around, there's you know, players everywhere. I was hanging out with Juju and uh, on uh, the Steelers uh, well, if, and uh, uh, like just players everywhere. And Dr. Oz was there hanging out and so um, just good. celebrities everywhere. Yeah, you, and then and you were there for Dr. Oz's. What is it? Well, like we'll get into that. We're going to get in. This is just the dude, night. Stuff, I like dude. I can't I can't even get over what your week was like out here. I know. I know. How did you have time to see me? You saw a John Mayer concert. Oh, dude, I forgot the there. John Mayer concert. So. Again, we'll get into the John Mayer concert, but uh, that night, then all of a sudden after Shaq, Lil Wayne performed, which Lil Wayne performing, dude, I, like, as soon as I saw Lil Wayne perform live, I was like, oh, I get it. He's, like, he's a rock star. Like, it's it's interesting to see him perform. He gets really into it. He's smoking a blunt the entire time. Like, it's it's visually something to see when you see Lil Wayne perform. Like, and I give him credit. It's not like he's got, like, a big entourage. It's him, a drummer, and a DJ. And he sells it like a rock star. And like it was very like entertaining to watch Lil Wayne perform. 
So that was my Friday night, but I'm going to rewind a little bit before I go into my Saturday. <laughs> just on Friday night. Saturday, uh, Wednesday <laughs> of that week, my the first event of the week was a John Mayer concert. It was a private well, John that, Mayer that was, concert at the Palladium. And that was the day that I saw you. Yes, that was the day I that saw we you. met up, we recorded, and then that night you were going to the John Mayer concert. Correct. I went to go see John Mayer perform. He and worked, that was the uh, night that you didn't invite me to go to the John Mayer concert. Right? I didn't. Th- you want to go back to OC? You don't want to go to see John Mayer. You, you didn't. No, no, I don't remember there actually being a conversation that you had an extra ticket for me. I think I, it was just I'm, uh, I'm going to the John Mayer concert. Have fun on your your long ass drive home to Orange I, County, Dax. I know how long that drive is. So I want to make it as convenient <laughs> as possible. I know you love Avril Lavigne. Your anti. I know you're pro Aniston, not John Mayer. So it's uh, I know you're pro Taylor Swift. So I didn't think mm-hmm. John Mayer might be a good thing. But I saw John uh, okay. Mayer perform. I walked in with Jeff Ross. You know Jeff Ross, the comedian. The uh, yep. So Jeff's a cool guy. He's from my hometown. And there's a few VIPs there. I mean, I saw like Mav Carter actually stand in front of me. I didn't notice until the end of the night was Vanessa Hudgens and her boyfriend. So they were there hanging out, enjoying it. Vanessa Hudgens seems so much fun, by the way. Like good energy, good vibe. Andy Cohen's there. He brought John Mayer on stage. Um, there was a few other random people. I saw Macy Gray there. There might have been other people. I saw Kristen, uh, Kristen Doty there um, from Vanderpump oh, did Rules. You, did she say hi? Oh, yeah. She said hi. No, she didn't say hi. Did, um, did, uh, I, what I'm curious is we've tried for a very long time to get Vanessa Hudgens. Did you tell her we have been waiting for her on the Hollywood Raw podcast? I did not. Um, I did not do Adam, that. She was with her boyfriend, dude. You know dude. I got weird. Like, but you know how it always is. It's like we reach out to publicists and managers, and it's like they just – I feel like half the time people don't even take the the ask and go to the celeb because I, I, I bet you if you get to the celeb, they'll say yes. You had the celeb. Why didn't I you just know, ask her? I know. Because it was a weird – I was in like the like the upstairs, like the VIP area, and I felt weird, and I don't know. I was a guest, so I didn't want to mess around, you Fail. know? So I know, Fail. I know. Um, that was a total fail. But there's a few other random people there. Again, Andy Cohen. Not as many celebrities as you would guess. And I think it's because like it's LA where they, they could just go back home. They'd rather be home. Like they're not stuck yeah. in Detroit where there's nothing to do. Well, that was and they'll also say, oh right before the mask mandate kind of lifted. I guess I guess it hasn't really in LA. In Orange County it's kinda of lifted in LA yeah. not as much. So maybe so, people are just like, eh. I'm going to go to a concert. I don't want to be masked up is my guess. Yeah. I, I personally don't care. I'm like, whatever. On off. It's so all at this point. Saturday. Now, now we're going to fast forward back to Saturday. Saturday. I'm not even going about. These are all just the parties at night. During the day, I was running around with my camera, you know, very busy doing that. But these are just the parties at night. Saturday was a busy day. I started my day at the Michael Rubin's Fanatics party. My personal thing, that's like the best party of the week. It's just because it's not commercial. It's a party for like one person and it's very hard to get into. Um, And Mm -hmm. I sort of, I was approved for the red carpet, but I kind of snuck my way into the party. The red carpet's great. It's actually a very good red carpet. Huge celebrity. It's probably the best carpet of all the week, of the whole week with celebrities. Um, And I got to talk to a lot of people like Kevin Hart. I talked to... Jerome Bettis to uh, the Full Sun guys, Kyle from Nelk. I talked to Guy Fieri. I talked, I mean, the list goes on and on. Uh, Eli Manning I talked to. And then I kind of snuck into the party, uh, and the party was sick. I mean, Meg the Stallion performed, uh, Doja Cat performed. The food's great. And then, like, they're just in a party with the celebrities. So it's not like they're, like, 
not near you. Like they're just standing next to you trying to get at the bar just like you. So it's actually kind of nice to talk to them in that kind of environment. You're part of the game. Like I talked to the Bella twins and they were very sweet and fun. We talked, um, you know, and it was, it's cool to have those candid conversations that I don't, that like, I don't have the time usually on the streets of New York city. And plus a lot of celebrities are there without their, their teams. So you're able to have that real connection relationship with them, the conversation, which was really good. I talked to, um, you know, Bill Simmons. Again, I talked to the Bella twins, Eli Manning to, uh, just tons of people in there. It was really, really cool. I talked to the D'Amelios, Charlie and Dixie and their oh, really? parents. I didn't know I you met, talked to them. Yeah, I talked to them. They were very sweet, very nice, um, you know, very grateful. So um, we must have a lot of guests coming up on the podcast. Dude, so many that we said, let's not have a guest <laughs> this podcast. Let's just have Adam. Um, so then I was at that party and then I went, I left that party and went to another party by this brand called Cuts. And at this party, it was more of like a, it seemed like a very much more like a, um, like a college type party. Like it didn't seem like a Super Bowl party. However, there was a few people there. Dale Moss was there. Um, our friend Dale Moss from The Bachelor. Gronk was there. Um, he was hanging out. But it was just like more of a party. I was only there for a short time because I was so exhausted. And this night, dude, I didn't have a hotel at this room this night because I had an early flight the next morning. So I well, that, left. So that was the funny part. Can I tell him? I loved how Adam came here for Super Bowl weekend and flew out right when Super Bowl was starting. You were like, and out of town. Yeah. <laughs> that, dude, people that were like, to me made me laugh so hard. I'm thinking, oh, yeah, you stay for Super Bowl. He's like, no, no, no. You get out of town for Super Bowl because then you can catch the flight while everyone else is sitting down to watch the game. I get the cheap flight out, but I got to experience the week leading up, which is really the mecca of celebrity, you know, before Super Bowl. It's true. And I got home before the game. And it's funny, like, there's people who I was with Saturday night and then they wake up and like, yo, where are you? I was like, oh, I'm back in New York. They're like, wait, what? What do you mean you're back in New York? So, yeah, I just – so I had like a 7 a.m. flight the next day. But I didn't have a hotel Saturday night and because hotels were expensive or and, and I just didn't feel like going to get a hotel room because it was all on – I paid for this whole trip myself. So it was like, you know, it's an investment for me. So what I did was I went to a gym and begged them to let me in to shower. I went to this gym, showered, cleaned myself up. It was so they didn't even have towels, so I had to use like my old like underwear, an old T-shirt, to, like dry me <laughs> off. So I was just naked in this locker room, drying off an old T-shirt. And then I went to the Sports Illustrated that party that night. So it's Classy. funny you're with these celebrities during the day, and then you're with them at night. So you're with them all day, like the Bell Twins. I was like hanging out with them all day and night. Like they had nobody to hang out with, so they're hanging out with me. And um, yeah, the Sports Illustrated party was insane. So here it gets crazy. So at the Sports Illustrated party, there's. Tons of celebrities again. I was on the red carpet, got to meet a lot of people, talked to like George Kittle, talked to, you know, um, my favorite rapper right now, Oliver Tree. And then Shaq was there. And again, I was seeing Shaq all weekend. And then Shaq let me kind of roll with him to the uh, VIP area to watch the performances. The concert was uh, Jack Harlow, it was Kygo. Um, I, I think that was it, you know, per se. And then actually, uh, Joe Jonas kind of performed with uh, uh, Kygo. Um, but um, Shaq let me go on the grass with him. So we walk on the grass where like the VIPs were, where people had to pay a lot of money. And we're getting closer to the stage. And Shaq's like, hold on, let me say hi to someone. And there's Tony Gonzalez, who I saw earlier in the week. Tony Gonzalez, former NFL player. And Shaq goes, oh, what's up, Jeff? And I look, I'm like, who's he, who's he talking to? I see a bald guy. Dude, I'm like a foot away. I didn't even realize I'm a foot away from Jeff Bezos, 
the no dude are you serious bezos there's jeff bezos right there i'm like dude this is insane shaq's just like talking to jeff bezos like friends i'm like you know and i'm like a foot away there's like the secret service around and like i didn't realize where i was was like oh man do they let poor people like you that close to jeff bezos so i kind of was very chill and cool like i kind (laughs) of played it off like not um, trust me i realized where i was but i was trying to play it off and act like i belong there like oh it's just you didn't get into that like oh jeff did you also shower at the gym and dry off with your dirty underwear before you came to this party too i was like jeff are you do you have a middle seat on united at 7 a.m tomorrow too I was like, so we can relate, right, Jeff? Like yeah, we're on the same but page here? I saw him. He was with his brother, dude. The guy enjoys life. He loves the attention. He has fun. And there's a few people like start to like surround like the the table. And some people try to like whip up their phones and the security kind of like, hey, man, don't take photos or don't do that. And I just like I was right next to him. I just didn't like I didn't introduce myself. I didn't do that. But I just kind of kept it cool and chill. And he was I mean, he didn't put, take, you know, I should have been like, fuck, I should try to take like a vodka, like mix a drink for, using his vodka. Like, yeah, screw that. Just bottle. I'll make a drink. But uh, he was only there for a little bit. Then he left. Um, cause he left, I think he wanted to go to the Drake concert, I believe I could be wrong, but he left pretty soon, but he was there for Jack Harlow and he was, you know, listen, a lot of energy. He loved the room. Him and his wife knew who they were. And, um, but then I went to another table and like, you know, Michael Rubin's at the table next to me and there's a few other, cele- I mean, there's celebrities everywhere. I was hanging out with like Noah Syndergaard from, uh, he used to be on the Mets is now on the angels. He was a blast. And. I mean, it was just wild. Like, you're again, you're seeing, I saw so many concerts last I saw so many people perform. I saw Lil Wayne. I saw Diplo. I saw Kygo. I saw Meg Thee Stallion. I saw Doja Cat. I saw Jack Harlow. Uh, I mean, John, I mean, I saw all these people perform. I mean, it was insane. And then that night, I partied till two in the morning. And I, because I didn't have a flight, I didn't have a hotel room. And then I took my rental car to In and Out Burger near the airport, slept in my car for three hours, and then just jumped on a plane and flew out. So it was just a <laughs> wild, wild week. You're so ridiculous. Dude, it was I wild. It. I don't know why. I mean, I know you don't like to come up to LA, but LA is on Super Bowl. Well, Super Bowl week and is just. Dude. A different I, type I just, of energy. I can't do it anymore. I'm like, I feel like an old married guy. I'm like, oh, I got two kids. They, you know, it's like, it's a different world for me than it is for you. I'll throw some Adderall in your cup, man. It'll be going. I didn't even take it. I didn't, even, by the way, I did not take Adderall. <laughs> I was just on a high from the weekend because, again, I was working so hard trying to make up for the expenses of the trip, trying to get so many all interviews. Right, all right. Next time, good. next time, I promise to stay out with you a little bit. Thank okay? you, bud. I Thank you. I'm telling you, Super Bowl week is absolutely incredible. I so, recommend people trying to mooch their way just like I did. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll make sure that happens. And, you know, and then not only that, so you, you had all these celebs that you talked to here in LA and you hung out with and had this crazy, then you land back in New York and basically immediately run into Sean White, right? Yes. Can we I get into back. that? Cause I actually, I dropped this video in. Um, can I play a little bit of it? Yes, please, please. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if I have them in order, and I apologize if I don't, but let, let's go with uh, the retirement goals when you talked about okay. that. Gosh, I, I have a list of things I want to do. Yeah. You know, retirement things, and and uh, one of them was to go to a Super Bowl because I've never been. I literally I saw I you, landed <laughs> and went straight to the Super Bowl, and it was so much fun. Yeah. What, yeah. Uh, any chance you looking into like acting at all, or you want to do producing um, at all? Is that I something? No, maybe. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'd love to. That that was always something where I'd get offered a role, and I'm like. When do I have four months to go to Australia and shoot a, yeah. you know, a cameo in some movie? But yeah, that would be really fun. Like I got, uh, 
I got the right partner to help me with that too, <laughs> so she could give me some pointers. Yeah, sure. Well, yeah. is there any chance you could pull a Jordan? Like, retire for a little bit and come back, or no? This is. Gosh, I don't know. I'm pretty happy with the with the decision. <laughs> you know, um, it's a little different. You know, if you if you shoot the shoot the basket, you miss a, a couple inches. That's frustrating. But when you're 20 feet in the air, <laughs> like on the ice, and you mess up, it's not not as. That's so weird. It makes him sound human. Like Sean White yeah. to me has never been human. He's always been this guy who like it looks like he was born with a snowboard attached to his legs. Yeah. And so for him to even be talking about fear and being up in the air like that was never him. That's where you can tell age is coming in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like things that would not have scared you 10 years ago can legitimately freak you out now just because you're human. I get it though. You know, it makes total sense. Like, you know, again, Jordan can miss a shot. He can't if he's up thirty feet in the air, like doing a. You miss it. Cra- you, you break. You you wind up and paralyzed. Yeah. You know who knows. It makes total sense. I mean, I don't know if he tries to do a Kelly Slater and tries to head into surfing or something like that, but. I mean, again, this interview, I talked to him for, I don't know, five minutes on the street, which is wild uh, in New York City. And uh, he just got back from, you know, the Olympics. We talk about the food at the Olympics. You can see it on my YouTube, but we talk about the food at the Olympics, like how the layout was. Um, and we give, he talks about his advice. And I just think he's like, Sean White is like this guy who we've been covering for so long. And he's had some trouble. And I wouldn't say bad. Like, again, I think he was maturing, you know, as a person, you know, and uh I think he's just so he's a good guy. He's mature. He's you know, and uh, we we've seen him mature. Is it weird that I miss his long hair though. No, I get it. Good looking, it's dude. Like the Sean White hair is gone. It is, but honestly, he, dude, Looks he's so professional. He's such like a, and I, again, I can say he's such a good looking dude. Like he's got good style. Like he's so chill. He's got like that surfer kind of you know like mentality and then he's got good style i'm like dude this guy is a fucking he's a stud i mean nina debrev i mean that's a you won with that one he's a stud mm-hmm. that dude man he's but a cool dude and it was very cool to talk to him for six minutes on the street I, I got i got one more clip of him talking about how cold china was Sure. So, Sean, good to see you. Obviously, yeah. big time in your life. You just got back from the Olympics. You're officially retired. I, I got to ask the question everyone wants to know. Uh-huh. How was the food at the Olympics? It was really good. Was it? I Honestly, the village wasn't the best, but we were staying at like an Olympic hotel. Yeah. And it was pretty great. There's a restaurant called the Green Dragon. And we went there every night. Yeah. Uh, I was very fueled by Kung Pao Chicken pretty <laughs> much every night. <laughs> you know, the sleep arrangement was pretty good? Like it was Oh, no, it was room. great. It was great. Yeah, they, they really took care of us, so that was nice. But honestly, it was freezing. It was so cold. Everybody said Korea was cold, but this was like really Dude, <laughs> I don't know. I, love it, I don't think the, the Today Show. So cool. I don't. I. I think he, he was on the Today Show earlier that day. I don't think they asked him about how the food was at the Olympics. So that's a plus for no, and, for us. And, and the fact that he's talking about how he's eating kung pao chicken every night, like that, to me is probably a way more interesting question than anything that the, he that was asked on the Today Show. For yeah, sure. yeah. So for that sure. was cool. Then you know, obviously, I had some. You know, it was also Fashion Week last week. So if you look at my Instagram, I troll people on Fashion Week. Um, and that's, you know, I've been doing these videos for years. I do this fashion forward, fashion backwards, love your style, love your look. And it, again, it's probably, if you've never seen my Instagram, it probably makes no sense. But these videos go crazy. <laughs> I did this event. They're hilarious. If you yeah. guys never watched, you really should. Adam's a pretty damn good follow. And 
watching him ask these models who think he's being like serious fashion forward fashion backwards and they're like oh, of course fashion forward what are you talking about <laughs> i ask them questions about fashion that make absolutely no sense and like i just make them up and people answer them I'm but like, oh it's my god because you have an accent you put on this fake accent and it's like they fall for it because they think oh he's got an accent so this must be a legit question from someone right i i have no idea listen i'm wearing sweatpants as i talk to these people i'm wearing a backwards hat and sweatpants on my way to the gym and i think i just do with a serious face and like who else is sitting there asking these questions and it's funny because i asked this question fashion forward fashion backwards and they actually answer the question so serious i'm like is this a real thing and then all of a sudden there's a photo that comes out this past week, and it's Kim Kardashian showing off her fashion. They go, oh, Kim Kardashian, fashion forward. I'm like, wait, what? This is not a weird <laughs> – you guys know I made this up. Like, I was stoned and just made something up. Like, this is not real. This is how dumb oh, the fashion community is. And, but then, I, and then where'd you – and then I saw another video you had of Mark Wahlberg. Where did you run into him? Uh, he was in um, – I forget the area of New York City. Um I don't know. I forget this area, what it's called now. It's uh, the new area near the vessel in New York City. I ran into Mark Wahlberg. Um, and it's a new area in New York City. I forget what they call that section. For some reason, I'm blanking. But the vessel, Hudson Yards. Hudson Yards is where I, I got him, in Hudson Yards. And talked to Mark Wahlberg. And Mark Wahlberg, is, here's the thing. The pandemic has been going on for two years. So some of these celebrities I haven't seen in so long. So it's kind of weird. Like, I'm like, hey, do you remember me? Like, remember me? Like, we're cool, right? Fortunately, you know, Mark Wahlberg's there with his entourage, and he really has a legit entourage. He's got his doctor, his trainer, his chef, and they're all super cool. I always say you could tell how cool a celebrity is based on how cool they are. And it's funny because, like, Mark Wahlberg— Based on—that didn't make any sense. You can tell sorry. how cool they are based on how cool they are? Sorry, I made—I was just thinking ahead. I screwed that up. Yeah, I know what you're, what you're trying you, to say you, is based on how cool the people that yes. surround him are you could, and how cool they are to the people around them, like, on the street. Correct. Fans, if the, paparazzi, If the entourage around them is cool, that means the celebrity is usually cool. And Mark's entourage is awesome. So Mark, I see Mark, and there's two fans like, oh, there's Mark Wahlberg. And Mark like went up to them. He's like, hey, you want a photo? And like they're like, uh, sure, like Mark Wahlberg. So they took a photo with them, and I kind of stay back. They know why I'm there, and I don't approach. You know, it's kind of like people think I ambush these people. No, it's sort of like they walk into it. It's not like so crazy when it goes down. And Mark like, said, what's up, buddy? We give a little fist bump. And I go into Mark. I say, what's his, What's your morning but routine I, I do like? have a clip. Do, oh, you, you, got, do you want me to play the yeah, clip? Yeah, yeah, that'd yeah. That would be great. I got the clip. Here, I got the clip right Legend, congrats on the film. All right, buddy. I'm, I'm good. First of all, congrats on Municipal. I love the clothing. Thank What's your morning routine right right now? Like, what are you doing? What time do you wake up? What, like, you're, a big, you're a big morning routine guy. What do you Tomorrow, doing? Tomorrow, I'm getting up 2.30 in the gym at 3.30. Finish about 5.30. Go to work 7.30. A lot of prayer until in between reading, script work. Then I got a bunch of interviews. And then I'm uh, finishing work. I won't eat a meal until probably... Last meal today, 6 o'clock, so tomorrow my noon time. What time do you go to sleep if you get up at 2.30? I go to bed tonight about 7.30. Interesting. What's the uh, One last thing. What's the one movie you're working on? Is there anything? Obviously the new one, but what are you working on? Is there one, I know you're doing like some other stories. Is there one person's story that you really feel like should be a film that you're working on? Right? Well, yeah. hey, what's up, brother? Good to see you, buddy. Father Stu. What's up, buddy? Say what's up to Quran. All right, I will, for sure. Right. Father Stu is coming out. That's the movie that I did about the guy who uh, turned priest. This trailer's out right now. That's the most important movie I've ever done. Yeah. And it's the best movie I've ever been a part of. 
So check out the trailer. You see the trailer? I saw the trailer. The trailer's dope. Oh, cool, cool, cool. And when's the last time we went on... We're working on American Desperado, working a lot of stuff. That's When's the last time we went on an audition? I don't know, but I would. I don't care. I'd go on an audition tomorrow. You always got to prove you're the best guy for the part. That's what I do. I love it, dude. I love it. Seriously, good seeing you. Hey, Mark. Dude, that mustache, if you guys are just listening to this interview, you got to go watch it. That mustache is fierce. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty strong mustache. But people don't see like when the camera's off. Like if you say, "Hey, Mark," and the camera cuts off, and I talk to these, I always try to talk to the person off camera because I first mm-hmm. I want to thank them because because they gave me a minute of their time, I'm able to pay for my health insurance. I'm able to pay my bills because they gave me a minute of their time. Number two, I lo- you know someone like Mark Wahlberg, I want to let them know, like, dude, I'm here because I'm a genuine fan, like. You're like, mm-hmm. I'm a fan of you. So we had a really cool talk after the camera stopped rolling, but it was a cool interview. Like, listen, I'm talking to Mark Wahlberg on the street. I mean, sometimes I have to pinch myself. Like, this is this is insane. Like, this is absolutely insane. Like, I'm having a conversation with Mark Wahlberg on the street of New York City. It's wild, dude. But uh, how about that morning routine, huh? Dude, that's intense. The fact that he goes to bed at 7.30 to get up at 2.30, like, I just, I can't relate. It's crazy. Hey, before we go, because I'm seeing our time is flying by with these stories. Can you pull out a magazine real fast? Yes. I want to play a quick game of uh, I'll list off a page. You tell me an interaction with um, a celebrity on the page. It was it, We could do we, that. We played this game for the first time the other day. I really, truly enjoyed it. I just love – I could literally sit here and listen all day to your interactions with all these people, but I can always – oh, who's that on the cover? New, it's Prince uh, – uh, Prince Prince yeah, William. Prince William, the new Us Weekly. Give me a page. I'll see if I have a story about that celebrity. All right. Let's go with page 22. 22, okay. 22 is an ad for tampons. Um, so I'm just kidding. No, 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 no. Actually, here. <laughs> I have. <laughs> so there's a few celebrities on there. There is um, Machine Gun Kelly, Megan Fox. There is Cara Delevingne. And then there's the Lily James. Um, let's go okay, into let's Machine go Gun Fox. Kelly. Yeah, Megan Fox. Very nice. Very sweet. Very cool. Um, got a, Where'd you uh, run into her? Uh, ran into her a few times, but I ran into her... East Village ran to her in Midtown. Like she's she's actually very good to her fans. Um, she's kind of petite, but she has this look that like you could see from down the block. Like it, she just stands out, you know. It's uh, but she's good. She's, she's very nice. That's she's why, a star. She, she there's she a reason just, that she's Megan Fox. She stands out in a crowd. She stands out in a crowd. She's also in the in the magazine. She's with Machine Gun Kelly. Machine Gun Kelly. You just never know what like. He's like bipolar. You never know what mood he's going to be in. Like one day, uh, his his old bar his barber hit me up. I was like, "Hey, listen, Machine Gun Kelly wants you to talk to him." I'm like, "Okay, cool." And it was after he did a show at Irving Plaza, and I went there, and he's on the tour bus, and there's like 20 fans like trying to yell at him on the bus, and he's like rolling out the window, and like he was like making me wait there for like 30 minutes, and I was like, "Dude, what am I doing? Like, are we doing this interview or not?" I was like, "All right." Fuck it, I'm out. I just left him. I was like, I'm not waiting here so that long. Like, you you wanted me here to film you. Now you're not like coming out. You're playing games. I'm like, yeah, I, I'm good. I'm I'm out. You know, but uh, I do. And then some days he's just like, I don't know. He like likes it. He likes the attention, but he's not the most like talkative. But I'm sure like if you're a person like he like he works the scene. He works the room well. You know. Yeah. No, I mean, him getting together with Megan Fox clearly put his name 
uh, on another level on on the map for sure. Yeah, like, yeah. He was already famous, but like those two getting together made him way more famous than he was before. All right, what about page number sixty-seven? Sixty, dude. I don't think. Do they? When's the last time I read Us Weekly? There's like fourteen pages in it now. No, there's no sixty-seven page. <laughs> is there? Is there really not that many? Dude, it's 40, 48 pages. It's a thin magazine oh, now. Geez. Uh, okay, how about 36? Okay, 36. Another tampon commercial. No kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker. Oh, That's what you got. look at. Nice. Um, Travis Barker, super, super nice guy. Just a good person. Super calm, relaxed. Um, he, you, I haven't seen him since he's been with Courtney. Um, but before that, he would talk to you on camera. You know, if he found, uh, you know, he was just very calm. Wasn't the most talkative. He was just very, like, but nice. Like, you could talk to him about vegan food. You could talk about drumming. Like, he was just a good person, good to the fans. Um, skinny, like, had, you know, he's always wearing black. Like, he was just, he had his look. Courtney Carter. I got to, what well, I was going to tell you, my, my Travis Barker story was, Years ago, he had this tiny little intimate concert with him and DJ AM at, uh, it was somewhere in like Burbank area. But dude, I'm telling you, like a bedroom size room and he was on the drums. Like I, I was literally standing there up against the drums because the room was so small and it was him and DJ AM playing and it was freaking epic. But then obviously to look back and, you know, I think it was maybe a couple months later, DJ AM passing away and that, that uh, airplane crash that they were both in, uh, are no, he, they both survived that. Right. And then DJ no, AM later, I no, forget AM, the, the whole AM, timeline. Travis survived. AM did not. That's right. Yeah. It, he was really burnt badly. That was what it was. Yeah. But I remember at that time just being like, holy crap. Like I didn't realize how special that moment was that night. And like how cool it was that I was literally a foot away from these two musical artists and watching them play and thinking like, wow, this is actually, that was one of the last times they played together and I happened to be there in person and see it all go down. Yeah, that's really, really cool. I saw AM and again, if you guys remember, I hope you guys remember, you know, if you're old enough, you remember DJ AM and you know, I'm sure a lot of you weren't fortunate enough to see him perform. And you're probably like, uh, he's just a DJ. Man, when I saw DJ AM perform, like do a club, I was at a club. I mean, it was great. Like he put on a party. Like I don't know how to explain. Like, you know, a lot of people like to shit on these DJs saying, oh, they're just standing in front of a laptop. I don't know what he did, but he made – he like switched up the music with different beats. Like, like he'd play like a Nirvana song with a different beat, and he was kind of like one of the – one of the uh, pioneers in kind of that style, but he was so great live, DJ AM as a DJ. He was fantastic. And again, Travis, that's a pretty cool thing to see. And Travis Barker, just a nice guy. And he's just, he loves music. Like he loves the drums. I mean, how many people have we seen DJ AM, like, I'm sorry, that we've seen Travis Barker play the drums with. We've seen him play the drums with so many musicians. And it's only because he just loves music from Machine Gun Kelly to... You know, uh, some of the new TikTok stars coming out, like uh, Lil Huddy, he did a song with. So, I mean, props to Travis Barker. He's just he's just a good dude. Kourtney Kardashian, on the other hand, I would say, from my experience, has been one of the least, um, maybe, favorite. Least desirable interactions. Yeah, at least, yeah, she's just, of the Kardashians, who are all very nice. 
Courtney is the one that's least into it. Um, you know, she's and again, she's not I don't, but terrible. I, I'm going to say not anyone. I don't think anyone's going to be shocked by that because even if you watch the show, she's not into it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like she's the one who is like, I, I don't care about all this. And and so I'm not surprised by that. Yeah, at, she's one bit. Uh, she's probably the least one that's into it. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. So that's that. All right. Well, yeah. listen, dude. Thank you for giving me a little rundown of your your crazy week out here for Super Bowl. I'm sorry I didn't get to join you for all the crazy parties, but uh, I just didn't because <laughs> I'm a loser. But uh, I'm glad you you had a blast. And uh, hey, guys, if you have a chance, swing by our uh, our Apple page, Apple Podcast page. Leave us a review. It helps us so much, even if it's a five star with just hey, thank you, love you guys, whatever you put, it helps us move up the charts, it helps people discover us, so that is why people harp on uh, leaving reviews, it's really important for the podcasters, so thank you, Um, you can find us on all social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, obviously if you are following our YouTube page, you are getting a whole lot of amazing paparazzi content, videos on movie sets, people walking down the streets, I mean, we are kind of covering it all, and we include Adam's videos in there as well. Uh, but trying to keep people up to date in our TikTok, obviously, is where we do a lot of our breaking news. And we've got, I don't know, 50,000-plus fans on there following. We've got this uh, private Facebook page that Adam is running personally. He's the one fueling all the content and answering all of your guys' questions. <laughs> <I've> even <laughs> uh, Anyway, but you guys can follow uh, Adam at Adam Glenn, and you can follow me at Dax Holt. And obviously, make sure you follow Hollywood Raw. Until next time, thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, we'll see you next week. we got a big celebrity lined up for next week. We're very excited to uh, present to you. And don't forget to hit up our Raw Rundown on Friday. We'll release that in a couple days. Get you caught up. All right, guys. Later. A Huda Media Production.